has the structure and the traversal style of a haunt, but with the pacing and the tone of an immersive experience. It was terrifying at first. It kind of felt like you were in a video game. Coming up, Ballview Entertainment presented an Odyssey-like pop-up immersive experience last weekend at the Sherry Theater in North Hollywood, and it all centered on a hand. While the live show is only available for one weekend, it will live on as a new VR experience, marking the first time Ballview Entertainment has experimented with VR. Today, we'll speak with the creators about the show process and its evolution into VR. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the Haunted Trash Network show, we bring Halloween to you every weekday. We have news on location coverage and interviews from experiences around the world. Whether you're a Halloween enthusiast or professional, each episode helps you celebrate the best holiday. If you're new to the show or you want to tell your friends about it, our handy podcast website has categories and a search function to help you sort through our catalog, which has over 700 episodes. Visit our podcast website at haunt.news or search for us in your Spotify app to get started. Okay, back to Hand. Here's David Dickens, the creator. Hand is, it's a fully immersive, multimedia, odyssey-like adventure about a hand. It's a full-on narrative, a full story arc. The hand is a character on its own, as is the actor attached to the hand. It's dual experience as an audience member because you're in constant contact with the actor who plays the hand. It's put in terms of logistics, it's, like, it's a maze. It's a constructed maze. So it has the structure and the traversal style of a haunt, but with the pacing and the tone of an immersive experience. And that's Max Zumston, one of the cast. So you'll come in, it's two audience members at a time, tops, and you'll watch a short introductory video to the story of the hand and how it's been taken from its family and its home and just thrown into the abyss and into the darkness. We come out in black morph suits and, uh, and we have headphones for each audience member. We start playing our audio. Uh, we recorded the whole show, dialogue and all between the hand and the other actors. So what you're seeing, actors live lip mouth moving to the recorded audio and being very like theatrical and performative and cartoonish about it. The cool thing about that that I think sets it apart from other haunts is that where in other haunts, because you either have to have something to, like some sort of ambient thing that will be able to go throughout, the, depending on how big your space is or what kind of budget you have, you need to have an ambient soundtrack for each room or whatever. The nice thing about that is because it's all in headphones, it's scored. So the entire thing is very sound designed, scene by scene, as step by step you take is all scored. We're very interested in physicality. It's not just, oh, we're just moving around. We're like, no, we, it, was, it was an opportunity for all the actors to really like throw their bodies into it. In terms of the general transition spaces, we mostly rely on the score to keep you entertained and we'll click off into darkness for that. So there's no blindfold, but you are moving through the dark fairly often. It's a classic like tarp haunt, like tie that sort of thing. But at the individual stations, we built little sets and stuff like that. And when you are moving through the dark, you're hearing the score. That might be where the narrator comes in and tells you what sets up the next scene, things like that. I like having a maze. We both come from immersive theater. It makes it feel like you're going on a journey. We want you to feel like you're in this epic world that we can navigate you around and twist you around as much as you want. You, you have no idea how long this story is gonna go. So it is also an, an artistic choice as well. It's, it makes, yeah. to me, it just makes the experience more fun to navigate a maze. Mm -hmm. 
Now that we have a better understanding of the experience, let's hear from some of the guests that I pulled aside after Sunday's show. It was terrifying at first. It was really? de- definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting it because I came into it knowing nothing but the fact that there were hands in it. So I had no idea I was going to be following a floating hand around. But it was cool, man. It was unique. It was like different than anything I've ever done. It kind of felt like you were in a video game. You were the person with the hands. It felt like you were living within them. It felt like we were the actor for a little bit. It felt like we were embodying them and it felt like that voice was coming from us rather than us watching a story. Kind of felt like we were a part of it. I think if I knew what I was going into, I would have prepared myself for it. I think going into a blind was what was made it really cool. I think it puts me out of my comfort zone and I enjoy that sometimes because I think if you get too comfortable in where you are then you never get new exciting experiences like this because I don't think if it was for my friends that invite me to these kinds of things I wouldn't get these kinds of experiences. The headphones is something we've never done before and I think that was it was really cool listening to the story and following along as like a fly in the wall. The headphones was really exciting to me and getting to follow along with the story that way I think it felt like I was it felt like I was inside of it rather than just like watching something externally. People who are claustrophobic and scared of the dark should not attend the event. If you're uncomfortable with hands, then don't go in there. (laughs) They should know that they will be physically touching someone maybe, but otherwise I think you should go in blinds because I'm somebody who's not normally into physical touch, but it didn't bother me because I think it made me feel more comfortable that I was being led to do something that I had no idea about, that I was going in blinds to it. Okay, back to the team. I just asked David why the focus on a hand as a protagonist. When you're in the dark and you have to wander around like this, and I just thought of that, what that might look like if you just had a little pocket of light. And that's really what things like the Odyssey are all about, is being thrown into darkness and chaos. And that's what the show is. It's wandering through the dark desperately and trying to reach and find something. A lot of David's ideas are taking something like an image like that of a hand reaching through the dark and then making it absurd and even literalizing it. So it's no longer you're looking at the image of a hand connected to a person. David has just decided that hand is the character of the show Mm. in both a literal and metaphorical way. The hand kind of reaching through the dark on this journey. And then it also allows you a lot of fun opportunities when you're in the dark and you have this constant point of reference. You can play with size, which is something we do a lot in the show. We might put that hand in front of just a face so it's about equally matched, or we might put that hand in front of an entire full-scale actor so the hand gets dwarfed. It's a real experiment with forced and controlled perspective, which is also a big part of the multimedia aspect is forced and controlled audio. It's We do a lot of immersive shows that are loose in nature, so it was fun with this one to get into something where it's we want to fully and specifically control every aspect of this experience to where almost mm-hmm. every experience is the same for everybody, which is really fun. But where the audio stuff came is because I had a film background and it becomes apparent that what fills in the world in a movie outside the frame is the audio. So we're trying to do little things from, from all our different backgrounds and everything to take you out of just the Sherry Theater and maybe into a big adventure. One thing that's really cool about this show and about a lot of the shows that we do at Ballview is it did just start off as David comes in scraggly haired and (laughs) unslept and he says, guys, we're doing a show. It's a hand. 
He goes on a journey, and then it is up to the cast to come up with what that means together. So it is essentially a devised show. We come in with absolutely no show, and in five rehearsals, we put it all together. David wound up scripting our ideas, adding dialogue, things like yeah. that. Everyone in the cast contributed something even just beyond their performance, whether that was right. helping build the set. Marianne Rotiliano, who plays the other hand aside from David, helped score. David, of course, did the audio editing and the scripting. It was a really collaborative process for the show, which is cool because it didn't exist at, in April. It's over this weekend, but it's cool because with all this multimedia stuff, the, the next step for our company is VR. And we're shooting the show in VR. When might that be available on VR? I hope within the, within a month. All of our actors were very excited about that. It's not re our regular theater. It's not even our regular immersive shows that we do, but because it's this other thing too. It's a, this little show, but it could be, could have some life, hopefully after. I almost feel like the run itself is almost come watch our taping of this multimedia project that's going to in a way, live on yeah. in perpetuity. Yeah. yeah. It's felt that way and it's yeah. which is kind of cool. It's new for us. We do all kinds of shows. We do scripted shows, we do immersive shows, we do haunts, and this is uh, a new venture. Yeah. VR. Okay, that's it for today. We'll catch you back here tomorrow for our weekly focus on the business side of Halloween. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.